You're listening to a podcast from Every Nation Canberra. In this message, Pastor Joe Sulet uses the story of Enoch to talk about how we can be men and women of great faith, walking faithfully with God. Hello everyone, welcome to Every Nation Canberra. My name is Joe, I'm glad you're here today. We started our series called Great Faith last week, and the objective is for us to have a biblical understanding of the doctrine of faith and how to apply it to our everyday lives. What is faith? What does it mean to have great faith? It means confronting adversity with the Word of God. It means declaring God's promises even when facing great obstacles. It means seeing the promises of God. Great faith is placing your entire confidence in what God has said. Let this be a year of great faith. So the Great Faith series started this January all over the world for Every Nation Churches. We started the prayer and fasting last January, which ended last week. But since we sort of are in a different season, we're doing our prayer and fasting on February 4 to 8, as well as other Every Nation Churches in Australia and New Zealand, because a lot of people are on vacation. So if you want to know more about the prayer and fasting week, you can go to the App Store or the Google Store, uh, Google Play, and download the app for The Great Faith, where you can read guides, watch videos, and carry the 2019 prayer, fasting, and consecration guide wherever you go in your pocket. So let's go back to Great Faith. This is the second in the series of six Great Faith topics that we're going to talk about Last week, we talked about the scripture reminding us to have great faith. But sadly, the new world religion is no religion. In fact, the 2016 Australian census said that a lot of Australians, in fact, 30% of Australians say they don't have any religion. A lot of people claim that they are religious. They are spiritual, but not religious. And people are walking away from religion in large numbers. We're losing our great faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And we ended our discussion last week with a reminder from the Scripture not to lean on our own understanding, but trust the Lord instead. The Bible says the righteous shall live by faith. And our entire series today is focused on the book of Hebrews specifically chapter 11, which is called the faith chapter. Here we are reminded of God's examples of the many men and women of faith in the past and how they persevered in spite of the great trials and circumstances that they've encountered. And the next remaining part of our six-part series will be focusing on the heroes of faith. The subject of faith is of obvious concern to the life of the Christian believer. This chapter in Hebrew, chapter 11, specifically brings to life the life of people in the past who have exemplified great faith. Those who, in the face of all adversity and circumstances, continued to walk their faith in God. Hebrews chapter 11 reminds us of the overwhelming evidence of the reliability of God in every circumstance that we encounter and how we can maintain perfect confidence in His promises in spite of what we're going through. And our verse today takes us to Hebrews chapter 11, verses 5 to 6. 
Let's read it. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Verse 6, And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. There are more than 10 people of great faith mentioned in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, and Enoch was the second next to Abel. To be able to fully understand this verse, we must first know who Enoch is. We've heard of Abraham, Sarah, Moses, Noah, their household names. But have you heard of Enoch? Who is Enoch? And what did he do for him to be included in the list of these great heroes of faith? Now, the biography of Enoch is very brief. Only nine verses in the Bible talk about this man. Five verses in Genesis, two verses in the book of Hebrews, which we just talked about, and two verses in Jude. Yet this remarkable biography points to a man who was unique among all men of all generations. And the book of Genesis tells us a little about who Enoch is. Well, Enoch lived between the time of Adam, or Adam and Noah. He is the son of a man named Jared, and he is the great, 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 great grandson of Adam. He is also the ancestor of Noah. When he was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. Methuselah was the oldest living man in the Bible. He lived for almost a thousand years. Can you imagine living for 969 years? And Enoch was only one of the two men mentioned in the Bible who walked with God. The other one was Noah. We were not told how long Noah walked with God, but here we are told that Enoch walked faithfully with God for 300 years. And Enoch was a family man. He had sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Enoch was the seventh patriarch, patriarch from the time of Adam. And if you read in the Bible, all of the generations before Enoch, you read, and he died. But when we come to Enoch's story, it was all changed. Enoch was one of the two men in the Old Testament who did not experience physical death. The other one was Elijah. But what made really Enoch unique among all men of generations is that he walked faithfully with God. Enoch faced massive problems during his days, wickedness. And he said, the Bible says he walked faithfully with God, not only once, but twice. In these few verses, was it mentioned? All around Enoch was wickedness. There was ungodly attitude. And let us be honest, the world is not as good as it was before, I guess. No better than it was then, and possibly even worse. The 21st century challenge is this. How am I supposed to respond to the world around me? 
Enoch focused his life living faithfully for the Lord. And he lived faithfully for 300 years, not on just some days when he felt like it, but he lived faithfully for his entire life. For 300 years, Enoch put God first in everything in his life. The Lord was preeminent in everything, in his thinking, in his ways, the way he dealt with people, the way he worked. I'd like to ask you today one question. Why are you here? What is the purpose of your existence? Give me an honest answer. Why do you think you're here breathing and living your life? You would probably say, I'm here to live my life, right? Live your life for what? I'm living my life for what I believe in. For some people, they believe that you only live once, so just eat, drink, and be merry. Because when you die, that's it. Others believe that there is something beyond life. You live for what you believe in. But for the Christian who has met and acknowledged and received Christ, the Christian believes and lives his life for a purpose, looking towards God's promises. If you are a Christian, from the very day that you accepted Christ, you're looking forward to the promise that God has given us. Your life as a Christian becomes a walk of faith. The Bible says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Going back to the verse in Hebrews, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. By faith was mentioned 19 times in the 11th chapter of Hebrew. Nearly every time by faith was mentioned, it was accompanied by some sort of action. What this is saying is that faith is not just a declaration of what you believe in. Faith is action. In verse 7, it says, By faith, Noah constructed an ark. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed. Verse 17, by faith, Abraham offered Isaac. Verse 24, by, Mo by faith, Moses refused. By faith, Moses left Egypt. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea. So every time by faith is mentioned, it is not just a declaration of what you believe in. It is action. There is a corresponding action word that goes with it. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Hebrews 11.5 tells us that Enoch pleased God. When it comes to two choices between pleasing God and pleasing man, Enoch made the right decision. He decided to please God. You see, Enoch lived during the time when the world was filled with wicked men to the point that God took him, literally, to deliver him from the sinful generation. Enoch knew that he would have a more comfortable life if he chooses to please man. But he didn't. He knows that life would be better if he just conforms to the things of the world. But he didn't. He did not take that path, but rather he chose the narrow path. What does the Bible say about the narrow path? It says, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads 
to life. According to human reasoning, Enoch should have just followed what was convenient at that time for him. But he didn't. Enoch walked with God in faith. He chose to live a life pleasing to the Lord. It's not easy to live a life pleasing to God. Notwithstanding the fact that we live in a world that thinks otherwise, everyone is going this direction, but pleasing God means going this direction. Though we may suffer like Enoch during this time for pleasing or doing things that please God, we will be rewarded in the end, and that's a promise. Is it really possible to please God? The answer is yes, but not by works of righteousness. For it is said, and without faith, it is impossible to please Him. It is only by faith that we are able to please God. And if we want to draw near to God, there is one thing that we must do. And what is that? If you want to draw near to God, you only have to do one thing, and that is to believe. Believe what? Believe first that He exists, and second, that He rewards those who seek Him. You know, there are things in this world that really don't make sense from our human perspective, from our human understanding. However, with the eyes of faith, we are able to see God in a different light. With the eyes of faith, we are able to understand who God really is. And with the eyes of faith, we are able to experience and appreciate the promises that God has for us and that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. I don't know where you are right now. You could be at the highest point of your life or you could probably be just threading along, going with the flow, or you could be at the lowest point in your life. Wherever you are, God wants to meet you. Right there. You are exactly where God wants you to be at this very moment. Whether it's up there or it's down there, you're exactly where God wants you to be. And He wants to meet you there. God desires a relationship with each and every one of us. He wants me, He wants you to walk with Him in faith. This can be quite challenging considering the times that we live in, considering the indifferent attitude that we have towards Him. It is difficult because everyone else is telling us, go this way, do this. But the Bible says, this is the way. This is how you should live your life. And we can draw strength and encouragement from the life of Enoch. He was just an ordinary man. He did not do extraordinary things. He was a family man for 300 years. You don't have to be a Noah or an Abraham. We can be encouraged with the life of Noah because they walked with God in the midst of the wickedness around them, in the midst of the difficulties they faced. They continued to hold on to God in faith, believing His promises even if they do not see them. The focus of Enoch's life was faith, and that faith was his deep and abiding relationship with God. Now, I want to ask you a question. Are you walking close enough to God to hear His voice? You see, when you walk with someone, you walk with someone side by side. 
Maybe you are walking with God, but God is on the other side of the street. And you're just focused on what you want to do and how to live your life. You don't hear God because He's far away from you. You're not walking along with Him. He's just there. When you need Him, you call Him. But He's not part of who you are. He's not on top of everything that you do. He's just there when you need Him. Are you walking with God not with your own agenda, but with the humility to obey and submit to His will? Sometimes you say, God, I'm going to walk with you, but you have to do this first. You have to make me something like this first. You have to allow me to achieve this first. You have so many ifs before you walk with God. Walking with God means submitting to His will for your life and laying aside your personal agenda. The Bible says, unless two agree, they cannot walk together. You cannot walk with someone you don't agree with. So the question is, are you walking in agreement with God? If we walk with God, we should be doers of His Word. We should meditate on His Word day and night and be careful to do everything that is in it. Walking with God in faith means obedience. It means turning away from everything that the Bible calls sin. Even if the world says, it's okay, you can do this, everyone's doing it, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Walking with God in faith means obeying God, living His world, and walking the talk. We have to walk in obedience. Are you walking with God in faith? The Bible says, by faith, Abraham went, not knowing where he was going. How among, who among you would drive out and just drive without knowing where your destination is? Sometimes God just wants you start the car and drive. Lord, where? Show me where. I want to know the place. I want to see it first before I, you know, spend time. It's a long drive. Sometimes God withholds information from us because He wants us to step out in faith and believe even if we do not see our destination. Abraham went not knowing where he was going, but he was rewarded in the end. We walk by faith, not by sight. I don't know where you are right now, but God is inviting you for a walk. Sometimes walking with God means traveling the road that you never wanted to go to. Sometimes walking with God means walking the opposite way where everyone's going this way. Sometimes walking with God means walking on a narrow and difficult path. A lot of us don't want that. We want the comfortable life. God is asking you to walk with Him today. And it's not your works of righteousness that pleases God. It is your faith by your faith that you're able to please God. Today is a day that we have to make a choice. Are you going to walk where the world leads you? Are you going to walk where God wants to lead you? Are you going to walk faithfully with God? Not just today, because you heard the good message, but walk with God for the rest of your life in faith, just like Enoch did. 300 years, he lived this life for God. The choice is yours to make today. And as we prayerfully consider this, 
Let us all continue to sing our song of praise to our Father, our God, who deserves all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name. Let's all stand. Father God, we declare there is nothing like your love. There's no better place that we can ever be right now, Lord, than in your presence. Lord, we thank you for reminding us to walk by faith. Lord, we stand before you today and make a commitment to walk with you on the road less traveled. Lord, we've been wondering for so long, living the life the way we wanted to live it, setting you aside in the decisions that we make. Lord, we ask for your forgiveness for the many times we've been indifferent to you, from the many times we made decisions for ourselves. Father God, we thank you have brought your son to die for our sins. Lord, we want to walk with you in faith. Give us that gift, the gift of faith to believe in you. Give us the faith to seek you, to desire you every day of our lives draw near to you and to live our lives according to your will life that pleases you oh Lord Lord we commit this day to you and we commit the rest of the days that we will walk this world that we will walk with you in faith believing in your promises Thank you, Lord, for the gift of faith. And thank you for extending your hand. Today we decide that we will walk with you. Not just today, but for the rest of our lives. Thank you for loving us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, be with us. We give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Name we pray. Amen and amen. If you need prayers, we and some of our leaders will be standing here in front. If you need prayers for healing, for restoration, for breakthrough in your life, we'll be more than glad to stand with you in prayer. So have a great week, everyone. We hope to see you next Saturday for leg three of our series, Great Faith. See you again. Have a great weekend. God bless you all. You just heard a message from Every Nation Canberra. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at iancanbra.org. Like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash everynationcanbra.